Hello and welcome to the sixth season of Mindfulness Music and More with me, Shalini Bala-Lucas, and my co-host, Mugambi Nthiga. If you want an hour of chat, chewing the fat, and some fabulous tunes, then you're in the right place. And here we are on our second episode. Where is time flying? <laughs> second episode of, of season six. I know. I just don't know where time goes, man. Yeah. The, the break, did it feel like a long time for you? Um... Yeah, no, I I needed it. I needed. You know, I'm doing a lot of energy healing at the moment, so I'm like packed. I'm saying I'm packed back to back with uh, clients. I only do two clients a a day, and I only work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But I feel like that's enough. I said to Amar, "You need to go out there and work, man. (laughs) I want my Mondays and Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays off." Yeah, but two clients a day. Yeah, actually. Three days a week. That's amazing. No, no, no. But I I have people, energy healers can do like 10, but I don't do that. I don't do like come in 30 minutes, go. I sit with them for an hour. We do a lot of work. Then I go into the healing room and we do energy healing for an hour. I like take my oh, time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you 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 only just started and I'm glad that it's yeah, going, it's, it's it's going, going well. this well. Yeah. Hey, yeah. good for you. Thank you. I'm loving it. So much so that I didn't even go to Nanuki when I was supposed to this September. But uh, next month, October, I'll be in Nanyuki for 20 days. 20 days back. Is that going to be the longest day? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going 10 days, then a week back, then 10 days. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you? You feeling better? You were a bit down in the dumps with Shiro last week. Not with Shiro, (laughs) but on Shiro's. (laughs) Not with her. Not with her. (laughs) No, she's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You feeling Um, better? Oh, you know, it's a day at a time. It's it's very odd for me to be, you know, coming on, on a radio show. You know, we're talking about mindfulness, music and more and saying, well, you know, this mindfulness thing uh, <laughs> is, is really much in need now because there's, there's the, the more is that, you know, life is a little bit difficult. Sometimes you'll be hit by the wind. Mm. Um, I, I had uh, some really important things happening last week that okay. are now completed. And um, I think I'm on firmer ground now. Things are tough. even yeah. So even if you have like personal tragedies and personal stuff, but then the mood of the nation feels a bit dampened um and that's putting it that's a that's a really like yeah i was trying to find the word yeah and you know when our deputy president goes abroad and says we have tigers (laughs) and then you're thinking this guy is leading our country um you know you know me i will say it as it is um what the hell is going on i don't know what's going on i really don't um but um we we have we we have some things that in my head are still infallible a mm. uh, connection to each other mm. a connection to ourselves i think that if anything is the thing that we should be holding on to um i feel bad that we've been thrown into survivor mode where mm. we feel like we have to just be working all the time to just you know eke out the most basic li- living but you know we're getting there. You know, yeah. the thing is, I was just thinking about this. I came to this, I came back to Kenya three and a half years ago. And everybody's like, are you missing UK? And I'm like, actually, even with all the nonsense going on here, I am not missing the UK. <laughs> Kenya gets to you, it's home at the end of the day with yeah. all its uh, troubles and problems. And and where the hell are we going to go, right? Which I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So The others have a place to go, I guess, but I don't know where we would where go. Where would we, you know, I can I go to Shags, idea. which for me is Nanyuki now, but, <laughs> you know, it's still Kenya and Kenya still has problems. Which brings me to our guest today because he has just moved to Kenya a year ago. Right. And the question is why? <laughs> I suppose it was before this government. Did, did he move from the UK? Uh, so he's going to tell us. He moved yeah. to Nairobi after, after falling in love with the city. And seeing an um, op- opportunity to import alcoholic spirits from his parents' home country of Mexico, mm-hmm. he is now part of the team with Nairobi Bar Show to showcase Kenyan mixology and spirits. He describes himself as smiley, stubborn, you're going to need to be to be here, <laughs> um, and very curious. Uh, Daniel Garcia, welcome to Mindfulness Music and More. Uh, Santa Sana. Thank oh. you, everyone. <laughs> I love the karibu, fact karibu. that he was already saying poa and Santa yeah. Sana. Are you learning Swahili? Kidogo <laughs> sana. <laughs> One year, man. All the right answers. Yeah. Wow. You guys, good. you guys give us Mzungus too much credit when we know Kidogo Swahili. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so <laughs> I need to learn more. Why, like why, why did you move to Kenya? We are like in tricky times. Yeah, so we'll start with the tea. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the tea, so we'll start with the chai. Um, so I was dating a Kenyan woman back in the States, in uh, California. Okay. 
and she brought me out to Nairobi to visit her family. And being Mexican, I was like, eh, I need to bring you know something Mexican for the the Kenyan family. And then you know I start going to some of the nicer uh, cocktail spots around Nairobi, and I'm like, hey, there's no mezcal. And I'm like, that's curious. So I was like, okay, there's you know if someday we're here, I'm always thinking about like some business opportunity, you know. And then once I realized that there was an opportunity and it looked like we were going a little bit more serious and Kenyans were already treating me lovely, I was like loving the the people here. Were you giving them all bottles of mezcal? Absolutely not. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> spread those rumors. <laughs> no, because I tell you, if you are, that's why they're loving you, man. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> it's just very warm, very yeah. warm people. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm still young. It'd be a fun opportunity to to be in in Kenya and East Africa, and there's an opportunity to make a little bit of money. Mm. So I was like, "This is the time to have that chapter." So is this mm. home now? This is home full time. Uh, oh, really? uh, can I? You don't have to answer this. Are you still with that girlfriend? Hapana. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. It's okay. It's okay. No, no. She brought you to this country. That was yeah. uh, that was what she. Yeah. For a, what is it? A person for a season or a reason or reason season you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean oh my god <laughs> cards. Um, so for those who are listening and don't understand um, and I, I really would like to start from the bottom up here you talk about mascal mm. this is a drink that you brought yes and uh, could you please tell us a little bit more about it so we tell people that it's uh, tequila's sexy smoky cousin or sister <laughs> <laughs> and uh you so, are going to fit in so well in Nairobi. It's not true. He is already. <laughs> he's there. He's there, yeah. So it's, um, it comes from a designated region in Mexico. It's also made from agave like tequila. Mm. But the process um, and the species of agave is a little bit different. It's coupled with tequila, the, the biggest category of spirit in the U.S., obviously in Mexico, there's bars in New York and London that um, San Francisco that will have all their mixology be around mezcal. So wow. if you can imagine um, how dynamic the spirit is, and I was like, well, it's only a matter of time until this hits Kenya. So why not be the one to bring it? Yeah, right? yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And you've launched it, or are you launching it? Um, it's here. Okay. It's a little bit on the if you know, you know type of thing okay. because our first shipment was uh, a bit small and we've crossed the the 50% mark. So we're not really opening any new accounts. We're just keeping them there. And then once the next shipment arrives, then we'll we'll do a proper launch. So I'll keep you guys posted. Definitely. Shalina, I think it'd be a good time to stop just for a moment and acknowledge that season six, season six began with a conversation about... Um, about being a millennial and the millennial coach and and anyone who's listened to our past seasons will be like wait this is episode two of mindfulness music and more and they are talking about alcohol alcohol (laughs) (laughs) this mezcal that's come out of nowhere yeah what is this all about you know i think we have to talk about everything right and it's the alcohol is in this in the society it's actually i would say nairobians are huge drinkers I'm looking at you because you've come for lunch at home and and opened our best bottle of whiskey before now. <laughs> you yeah. You'd give people the impression that I finished the bottle. That <laughs> is not the no, no, he only <laughs> he had one. It. He only had one or two <laughs> or three, maybe. But actually, th- no, no. There was a time you came for dinner and the three of us polished off a bottle of whiskey. That, that's true. And that's I don't even meant. know how we worked the next day. I think it was. <laughs> I hope it was Sunday the next day. But you know, I I think Kenyans they like their alcohol. Um, I think Nairobians love their cocktail bars. They love to try new drinks. Yeah. Um, we have all these kind of, uh, you know, the, what's that gin in the Kitengela bottles and stuff? It's like quite a thing, a right? Prosera. What's it called? Prosera. Is it Prosera? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that costs that a costs bob or two. Money, yeah. But we, we do like our drink. I say we. Um, you'll be <laughs> horrified to hear this, Daniel. I stopped drinking alcohol l- at Christmas, mm. so it's been Christmas eight of months. Last year, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, eight months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's we need to talk about it. I also think, and I'll say this: I um, I have I have lived outside of the country for a little bit. It was two years, mm-hmm. and I didn't 
touch any alcohol. I started drinking out there in the US. Yeah. And I came back and I was like, okay. So so I've come back. You, you don't really know the culture of drinking if you're not drinking and then you come back and you're like, okay. Nairobi's you can know, drink. This uh, is this Nairobians is, can drink. Yeah, we we, yeah. we we really we really go hard. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I mean, you're in the and, right place. And I and but I realized also that there was something what well, was it was one of the most pre- precious moments I had with my dad was over a drink because we were yes. able, able to open up and there is something about how how good a mixer is for a social function than alcohol is yeah. a good drink when drank responsibly but also if i think about how my relationship with jeremy started when i all those years ago um and i'll very quickly tell the story and we'll go to the first song uh, choice uh, daniel was um i was the girl next door and i invited him over uh one evening and he thought i'd invited the whole street over and he turns up with this bottle of rioja and um uh-huh. he comes in it was just him and i had like some snacks and stuff and we polished off that whole bottle <laughs> and he, then he invited me over to his house uh, a few days later and we polished off two bottles of rioja and he then told me that he'd gone to spain on a golfing trip this was a few months later and he'd bought 12 bottles of rioja which we kind of polished off in a month <laughs> and he said i had he'd gone as a bachelor kind of thing brought these bottles of wine back and he said i thought these bottles of wine were going to last me a whole year <laughs> <laughs> and so i i remember that right yeah. it was faustino and and, uh, I, and i remember for, for that for context daniel that's her uh, first husband yeah mm. my my husband who Dis- passed away but deceased. i i yeah. really remember oh, i said first i'm sorry you gave the wrong impression yeah amar and i are not married yes, yeah so, so but yeah he was he was my husband um so i remember that you know that whole thing about bonding over a bottle of wine yeah. and uh and it also helped with inhibitions i think you know when amar and i met uh i remember we would drink wine or go to shamba and have a drink sundowners was a thing mm. so it's definitely very social yeah um so but yeah but now i no. i now i now i've got my man i don't need to drink <laughs> 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 okay look let's go to your Back first to song subject. choice we have so much to talk about we do. it's good news by mac miller why have you chosen this song i think it's mostly just like his whole catalog there's like this like deep sadness mm-hmm. in all of his music but also there's like a relentless um i guess acceptance of suffering and sadness it's not like a flashy optimism per se yeah um and so it just like it just hits the chord for me yeah okay. yeah all right well let's have a listen Yeah. 
And me, Charlene Bala-Lucas. And that was Mac Miller with Good News. I miss that dude a lot. I do. Um, I had him on my song list when we came back for the beginning of season five. I don't remember Mac that. Miller was on this, yeah? Oh my yeah. gosh. You know, I've heard so much music on this show that I'd never heard before. I love, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and we are here hanging out with Daniel. Daniel's telling us about this beverage culture showcase called the Nairobi Bar Show. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? I loved the beginning of this where we're talking about the story about how you ended up bringing Mescal into the country and now you are around, uh, you you are now involved in building a culture around how we consume uh, uh, alcoholic beverages. Please tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'll also dovetail a little bit about the conversation around alcohol consumption. Yeah, I do. Okay. That in the sense that the... Um, it's not about a quantity, it's about quality. And I oh, think that that's... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's about choosing when and where strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, but pivoting to the Nairobi Bar Show, um, I was approached by Brian, who's been spearheading this effort about really just showcasing mixology in Kenya. And the Nairobi Bar Show is about the what, the why, and the who. So it promotes the evolution of a more discerning hospitality professional, but also the consumer. Mm-hmm. So on the 30th of September at Shamba Events, they'll be launching some brand new concepts that sit in the cocktail, the canopies, and the great music world. And they'll, I think it's exciting because they're going to be looking at creating some cocktails with like an Afrofuturistic twist and soul food canopies. It's amazing. We'll talk about what's um, also happening on the Sunday, but Amar and I are going on Saturday, even though we're not drinking, because there Mm. is music and there is food, and I think it's important that there's something for everyone. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned Brian, Brian Owango, who's part of, um, who who runs Aquarius. Now, I know Brian. He loves, yeah, okay. He Mm -hmm. loves his drink. He's very passionate. Um, In fact, in fact, the first time I met Brian was when Amar took me to Brian's house when Brian was trying out all these new 
new cocktails mm. and he was making all these amazing gin cocktails with tree tomato and stuff like that and i found it really interesting he it's a craft for him it's an art for him and and his passion for it is really interesting but he's great at training mm-hmm. professional uh, hospitality professionals in this country right. and as you say i think you alluded it, uh, about it at the beginning it's we've got to go away from the quantity and you know in england we used to say we get rat assed <laughs> we've got to stop doing that and and maybe look at quality and having less but having good stuff mm-hmm. would you agree absolutely so how do you how do you push that culture um i i see it in i think awareness and just like kind of being a little bit skeptical about um why we consume and how we consume so why do you think we consume yeah that's a big question <laughs> and, and i'm gonna ask mugambi that as well because you know we do we are consumers of alcohol especially in, in Ken- i'm not saying just in kenya i know it's a global thing why are we consuming alcohol i think as like historically right all the all the cultures are finding a way to kind of alter their consciousness mm-hmm. but then in a more acute way um you know 20 year old Daniel would say, Hey, I'm at the bar and I'm nervous. So it's time to get another drink so I can, you know, have a sense of belongingness with not only the now feeling a little bit inebriated that makes me like get my social courage, but also so like I just fit into the framework with that drink in my hand. Um, But now I think it's um, a lot easier to not be drinking at times because I am very much in the spirits world so it's like every time you're meeting with someone it's like hey let's have a cocktail Mm -hmm. so I want to choose very carefully about like okay if I'm going to be a bait or I'm going to be a revolver like I'm just going to have maybe one or actually tonight there's no drinks and I think that Nairobi's actually heading that way like I see at um, Cinnamon they're starting to offer more non-alcoholic cocktail options for people so that they can have that sense of belongingness without having to take alcohol which oh, i think yeah. is brilliant yeah and i think that's brilliant as well i think you're you're right when you're in a social gathering i, I like i will put uh, tonic water into a um a wine glass or something because mm. i just then i'm feeling but people don't ask you what it is mm. right or um because you feel like you are an outlier if you're not drinking but i think you're right it's changing in Mm. in kenya um i like what you said that you felt you needed to have it when you were younger to to maybe take away some of the inhibitions right like Mm. you felt you needed a sense of belonging do you think we also turn to alcohol when we are like you know we're trying to speak to the other the other gender um (laughs) (laughs) does that help do you think mugami i know it does for me (laughs) i i mean my relationship with it has changed quite a bit um I guess the older I'm getting. That's I, the other thing, man. Yeah. It takes me three days to get over a glass <laughs> of wine. <laughs> I'm showing my age. Um, and I'm not doing it for the reasons that we used to before. You know, like you, you, you used the expression, we, we, we don't, you get, get hammered, you know. Mm. We, we, I don't really do that anymore. No. Um, and there, there was a time for that. You know, that time has passed. Uh, really what it is for me is I like height compliments what's going on if you're in the right space. Uh, those who know if you know you know you've heard of set and setting uh, in reference mm. to consumption of mm-hmm. um, psychedelic uh, psychedelics for instance i believe it's the same thing for alcohol what's your mindset at the time that you're having it what's the setting is it safe is it open where you're surrounded by mm. um but whatever it is that i might be consuming at that point really enhances uh, be it a glass of wine be it a a double um single malt yes um, be it shared with shared with friends or shared with yeah, friends yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or, or whether it's cocktails i uh, recently came back from uh from cape town and i loved walking into a dive bar or a restaurant and looking at what was on their cocktail menu and seeing how it complimented the food or complimented the company that's really what it comes down yeah. to for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also there's that perception, right? If I was having a steak, it would be with a nice glass of red wine. So yeah. it's that food and drink and combination. Drink yeah. and, and then it becomes a social thing. You're sharing that with friends yeah. or with family. I understand or why Jesus turned water into wine at a <laughs> wedding. It's <laughs> like, yo, the wedding was a certain way and then the wine came and it's like, okay. And you take it to the next level. <laughs> Can you imagine if Jesus had to turn bread or uh, water into wine now no, and be like I'd yeah. Be branded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so you think things are changing here Daniel? Um on on a really small scale um and I think it comes from 
So Lele at Cinnamon, she's also not drinking right now. Okay. She's one of the managing partners. And she's like, you know what? I'm realizing when I go out, I want like mocktail options. Yes. So I'm going to do that for myself. I love that because mocktails are usually very sugary. They're full of, and I don't, I, I don't like no. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I can't say that there's like a, a whole shift in the industry, but I'm seeing it like firsthand with, um, with cinnamon, which is dope. Like, I love that because it gives people the option to opt out or opt, I guess, opt into an option that they actually want. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. um, I, I find it very interesting that the gift that you thought to bring to your um, then uh, partner's parents was mm. uh, these 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 bottles of of, of Mexican liquor. Mm. I I would like to know for you, you know, personally, uh, what what position it holds for you culturally, mm. and what kind of like the history of the drink is, if you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start with the the history of it, and then move chronologically. Um, before the Spanish arrived to Mexico, they were distilling, I'm sorry, they were um, fermenting agave, which uh, sisal is a species of agave here in Kenya. Oh, so it was effectively like a beer. Every culture has it, right? Like you have grapes and wine in some parts, potatoes and vodka, etc. But then once distillation arrived in Mexico, um, they started to distill that polque and turn it into what's now called mezcal. Um, for me personally, my family comes from another region of Mexico. It's called Sinaloa, which has another like notorious export <laughs> that is not alcohol. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah we're not ready to talk about yeah. that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so um, it doesn't really big um, drinking was also not a big part of my family. Actually, okay. my parents would tell us that there were family friends at one point that they decided to distance themselves from because of the way they engaged in drinking. They're oh, just like, oh, so you know, I won't name drop them, but they're like, yo, we're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna associate with them anymore. And my parents never drank at home until we were adults. Mm. Um, so it was really just about like I'm Mexican. Like when you're visiting someone, my mom would, you know, she'd be so upset if I didn't show up with something yeah. for the home. Yeah. So I was like, oh, mezcal is an easy choice, right? It's like instead of tequila, I also brought some Mexican wine. It also helps like when you're meeting someone to drink alcohol, as we've been touching on. Yeah. So it, I'd be, I'd be misrepresenting the truth if I said like there's a historical lineage in, in right. my family of any sort. It's just Mexican flat out. Right. Yeah, but I think it's still very interesting. It's cultural, right? Yeah. Like you know that you can bond over a, a glass of something mm. alcoholic, and as you say, the inhibitions and stuff. Um, you were in California, did you say? Mm-hmm. So is there a big drinking culture in California? There is. Because they've got wines and stuff, right? Lots of wines. I was also in the hospitality industry. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of those um, guys and girls, they just go from finishing their shift straight to the dive bar and then all mm-hmm. the tip money goes. Um, uh, but I was always one to be like, I actually, same trick as you. I had an agreement with the local bar where you serve me just uh, soda water yeah. with bitters yeah. in a short glass. Yeah. With and ice then, and lime, and yeah, it looks like so you're having a yeah. No, or, no questions asked. Yeah, Daniel's drinking. Yeah, and and that's sad that we feel. I don't feel that anymore. I'm unapologetic about the fact that I've given up alcohol. I've had to for my energy healing, because otherwise, and also for the fact that I was losing days with hangovers. Literally, um, my body just can't take it anymore. But the fact that at the beginning I felt I had to pretend is sad. Mm. It's an indic indic indicment. Indictment. 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 Yes. Of our society. Indictment. Mm. No, I. You know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I promise <laughs> I haven't been drinking. <laughs> um, yeah, it just shows that why do we have to? But I don't think that's true anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now I'm I'm much more like no, I'll have a passion juice or whatever. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, somebody who is coming to the Saturday. I think he's coming on the Sunday to. Uh, to the bar show or one of the days um let's talk about the sunday first on the sunday from midday to 10 o'clock uh you're gonna have tastings and talks and all kinds of things aren't you yeah we really want to give an opportunity to people that are consuming uh drinks but also like the hospitality side right which is what i think is really honorable about what brian's doing yeah which is give an opportunity for hospitality professionals to show up and learn more about their industry and just kind of elevating um mixologists and again hospitality professionals 
by giving them access to some of these brands that I think it's one of the, the tough truths in Nairobi and in Kenya that a lot of the the service staff doesn't have access to the same like drinks Train. and food yeah. that yeah. they're serving, which is it's a really hard contrast. So he's finding a way to do that. Um, but also, I think, yeah, it's, am I saying it right? Uh, Farid Kimani. Yes. So yeah. Farid is our very own Capital FM presenter. Mm. And Farid has been very open about his battle with alcoholism mm. um, and he doesn't drink anymore and he's actually I know Farid and Brian know each other very well Farid's coming he's agreed to come in and talk about his journey at the event That's wonderful. Um, and I think as Brian says this event has range because you're looking at not just drinking alcohol and enjoying alcohol and the quality of alcohol and the quality of service but also the the flip side And Mm -hmm. I think that's really important to talk about. Um, And that's why we're talking about alcohol on this show today, because there is that finding that balance, isn't there? Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. So um, do you feel that your product will be successful in Kenya? Of course you would, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Yeah, I think so, you just uh, came because you <laughs> like Kenyan people, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a fun place to live. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope so. Yeah. And it'll be showcased at the Nairobi Bar Show? We're, I'll be doing two talks on what mezcal is. Oh, okay. We won't necessarily be doing like the whole booth and everything. Um, but next year, we'll, we'll, we'll take a stand, Brian. Okay. Mark me up. <laughs> Brian, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> are, are there going to be any, um, I don't know, tutorials, any instructions on mixology for, 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 on mixology, on mixology for individuals? Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah, I believe, and I hope I'm correct, I think Lele from Cinnamon will all, will be doing some uh, mixology classes. Wonderful. Um, I know Prisera will be there. You know, if you talk to Guy from Prisera, um, world's best gin, and it's coming out of out of Kenya, which I think is really rad. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's yeah, so I'm, cool. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, it is <laughs> super exciting. It's really cool. Um, and yes, yeah, lots of talks on just like the different spirit categories, and also on yeah on the mixology side, like a little right. bit of the theory. I I did get into mixology uh, around twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. I really really developed an interest in it and actually had the knack for it. Mm. I'd, I'd make, you know, experiment with different drinks and I'd be at the bar during mm-hmm. a party, a house party. Times have changed, you know, we don't <laughs> do as much of that now post-2020. Yeah. Um, I never knew that. What? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never knew that. And, and we started really experimenting with stuff, you know, heating up sugar and caramel and seeing, oh my you know, word. working that into the drink and seeing how that worked. And, and that's a thing I really would like to try and build up and start again you know i think people would do really well if they made amazing mocktails now that were not just all sugar and mm. passion yeah. juice and stuff because <laughs> it's just too sweet and mm. sugary and mm. so yeah yeah so there you go really i'm throwing like you a challenge yes and, uh, and challenge accepted and brian if you're listening as well because <laughs> so we went to a restaurant i won't name it we went to a restaurant the other day and amar had a gin and tonic and he paid i think 500 600 shillings the mm. mocktail was 750 shillings what? Oh, yeah. mocktails were more expensive than a gin and tonic how come mm. i don't know but i've seen that before huh i went to a restaurant just not far from here actually yeah. um the thai restaurant and I ordered a freshly squeezed orange juice and we paid 750 shillings and Amar had a Tusker at 400 shillings. <laughs> mm. So I, it's it's interesting that the non-alcoholic was more expensive. Do you see that here? I haven't seen it, but I've heard rumors about how they nearly give away Tusker. Like the, the tax burden exceeds like the... Yeah. Yeah, it's something, I don't know. I, yeah. I haven't seen it. No, okay. so yeah, these two occasions, they've really stuck in our mind because I'm like, it's cheaper to drink alcohol. Mm, I yeah. That's worrying, right? I, I, yeah. I would say it's worrying. It's yeah. Do, do you think? You think, <laughs> I think it's worrying. Play people to the cheaper option. And then <laughs> no. Be drinking I think if you want to drink beer, you're going to drink beer. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask a really. Uh, you think I'd know having come from the hospitality industry, but you can have non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Can you have non-alcoholic mezcal? Um, I haven't heard of non-alcoholic mezcal, but they are... I love the way you say it, by the way. It's very mezcal. sexy. Mezcal. Uh, <laughs> they are. Thank you. <laughs> they are um, putting out non-alcoholic spirits. So you get the flavor, flavor profile without the ABV. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No, that sounds really that. interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, there you go. Something to think about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go into your next song choice. Before you do, I just want to say that tickets are on sale for the Nairobi Bar Show at NBS uh, hustlesasa.shop forward slash. Anyway, Google Hustle Sasa and, and NBS will be on there. Um, I'll be there on Saturday evening because I'm really interested in the Afro futuristic cocktails and soul food canapes and the drink and stuff. Are you going to go? I will. Yes, I will yeah. go on Sunday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so come and say hi. Day. Not that you know me, but come and say hi to Mugambi. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> say hi to us. Yeah, come and say yeah, hello. Yeah, come and say hello. Yeah, let's have um, a drink together. Let's go to your next song choice. It's also by Mac Miller. It's 2009. Why have you chosen this song? I Same, same. And I also wanted to keep the theme, right? <laughs> keep the theme <laughs> with Mac Miller. Um, yeah, just like... Hey, the man—the man was sad. <laughs> he was very sad, but there was like there's this also a hope and sadness, um, and like an acceptance that really resonates with me. And yeah, that just whole album of swimming is like that's my meditation on the walk to the gym every morning. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Okay, let's have a listen. All I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind and she don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high Cause the angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Yeah, okay, you gotta jump in the swim Well, the light was dim and this light was sin Now every day I wake up and breathe I don't have it all, but that's all right with me. Take it nice and easy, took a flight to see me. Send you back home with a light that's beaming. The whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold, that's what winter about. And sometimes, sometimes, I wish I took a simpler route. Instead of having demons that's as big as my house. Mm-hmm. Have a ball with it dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they kicking me out. Yeah, isn't it funny? We can make a lot of money. Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly. I was gay, high and muddy. Looking for what was looking for me. But I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine. Take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines, it ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Yeah, they ask me what I'm smiling for. Well, because I've never been this high before. It's like I never felt alive before. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have me peace of mind than one. You see me and you, we ain't that different. I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging. Take my time to finish, mind my business. A life ain't a life till you live it. I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul. Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own. With these arms, I can carry you home. I'm right here when you're scared and alone, and I ain't never in a hurry. You don't never gotta worry. Even when it's 7:30 and the time is running low. When your heart get cold, see what's behind all them unturned stones. And I'm a pro when it come to my job. But really, I'm just trying to start believing in God. Now when it gets hard, I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm. Because I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. She don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door.
music and more <laughs> with more Mac Miller in 2009. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm really, really having a wonderful conversation here with Daniel Garcia. Asante. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's making us laugh because his Swahili is so good and he's using it. He's great. No. Uh, You're great. Yeah, no, You're absolutely. great. We love it. We love it. <laughs> okay. This season, instead of a meditation, we've asked our guests to give us their favorite quotes. And you've picked one by Eckhart Tolle. It is, be the silent watcher of your thoughts and behavior. You are beneath the thinker. You are the stillness beneath the mental noise. You are the love and joy beneath the pain. Wow. Mm. He is such a, mm. I mean, such a great teacher of our times, I yeah. think. Why mm. does this particular quote resonate with you? I think it was, so it was the power of now that awoke mindfulness in me I think for a lot of people in our generation it was the one that brought it out west and what generation are you because we've been talking about this last week sorry <laughs> no, I know it's fine uh, millennial okay so we had the millennial mentor last week that's mm. why we're like a bit obsessed with this question yeah. okay yeah so that book just completely shifted how I interact with the world okay so uh, yeah just choosing this this quote is like about I to borrow from another title, like untethering yourself from like yeah. the day to day. Michael, what's his name? Oh my gosh! Uh, okay, I'm the next generation up. <laughs> my memory is like my memory is like going. My mind is going. Um, interesting. Don't that. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Still very I am, much here. I forget people's names. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I do that as well. Okay, that's yeah. okay. You are my generation. So. Oh. <laughs> um. That's really interesting you chose that quote because that's actually the book you would take with you on a desert island. Yeah. I, I, I stick to the theme usually. Okay. Um, so. I'm pretty consistent. <laughs> I should have put that as one of the three descriptions. Yeah, consistent. consistency. Consistent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Like the mezcal you sell. Mm. How many times... Oh, oh, I mm. like it. How many times have you read the book? Oh, oof, so many times. Like the first time I read it was... You know, remember audiobooks on CDs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had the I had them in my um, car. It was yeah. the multi-car, uh, yes. the multi-disc jewel case, oh, and I had no. it in the car. Um, For the next generation, CDs were. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like, what are cassettes now? You know. <laughs> wow. So you listened to it first. Listened to it multiple times, read it multiple times. There's like an abbreviated notes version, hard copy, all the ninis. Wow. Yeah. wow. And yeah. do you find that when you read it that there's new things occurring to you? I've read it the one time and mm. still feel, Sorry, I feel like I'm overdue. Sorry, that, that quote was from The Power of Now. You yes. would take New Earth, though, which is the second Correct. book. Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I, Sorry, I, I was my mistake. talk about The Power of Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't okay. read New Earth multiple times. Okay. That one I've only read once. Okay. Which was, um, which was more powerful for you? Um... I think power of now because it was just like paradigm shifting. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the intro. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. And then okay, and then and it's still earth. different every time you read it. It's not so or much as being different. It's like a reminder. Right. And then I I tell myself I'm just like, <laughs> sounds silly, but like brainwashing myself, <laughs> and so like like uh, replacing the internal monologue. Yeah. And then so that when there isn't anything in my ears, the monologue is is different. Wow. Mm. If that makes any sense. Do you meditate just out of interest? Because uh, actually that's one of the things about uh, Eckhart Tolle's all mindfulness. Not seated. Okay. Like walking. No, that's mindful. Mm -hmm. Mindfulness, mindful walking. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Um, what song would you play? Oh, for co the context oh. for these, for the people listening, because we did mention that we oh. cast our listeners off to a desert island. No, I'm like, guys, if you don't know by now in six <laughs> season, where have you been? What have you been listening to? For those who are listening to this episode for, <laughs> for the, the first, first time. time. <laughs> Mugambi, they um. love you. I'm the Kali Mualimu, apparently. We were, I was told off air. <laughs> By someone who's met you for the first time today. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> the thing is, he's allowed, he's a guest, but you I were. I can't. I can't. No, I did not. <laughs> you see the fear? Yeah. The fear. Oh, hold up. What did you just call me? Yeah, so we cast people off to a day. No, I island. said Chunga. Oh, me, I had Jinga. Like, no, I know. I was like, hey, Mwalimu. <laughs> Mwalimu. That's so rude. I'd never say that to you. Chunga. Hey, na chunga. Na chunga, Mwalimu. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chalini, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a mistake. 
I'm editing this bit out. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, so we did like to cast them off to a desert island and we asked them a series of questions. So uh, Daniel told us that the book that he was going to take onto the desert island with him is A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose by Eckhart Tolle. Okay, yes. I'm so glad the way you did that, like, saved me. <laughs> what? So on this, this, <laughs> on this desert island, what song would you play? Um, so Super Rich Kids by Frank Ocean. Um, okay. It's a feel-good song. Yeah. Um, doesn't have the nicest <laughs> message in the world, but, um, I just love it. It just, it puts me in a good mood. Okay. And the second song, because you have two. Yeah. Uh, so super rich we can only play one. Yeah, so can only play Oh, one. um, oh, if I could only play one. Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, probably super rich kids to keep okay, the cool. keep the energy up. So we won't okay. mention the other one. Now <laughs> everybody's going to be wondering what the other one is. And, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, we'll keep it's the suspense. mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Box of if there was one film or TV program you could watch on the island, what would it be? So I've been obsessed with this movie for like the past two years. Which one? Um, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Hey! Oh my god! Sorry, was that loud? Yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that my- was a good movie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if it blew out your ear. But my goodness, that movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. How Why? many times have you seen it? How many times have you seen it? I've only seen it twice. I, I- saw it once and, and I was like, oh, man, all the hype, all the hype, all the hype. Then I came and watched it a second time way after it had won the Best Picture Oscar. And I think when you come to a book or a film at a different time in your life, it yeah. speaks to you differently. Yes. Um, why do you like this film so much, Daniel? Um, so because one of the named after the directors, you Daniel, Daniel, yeah. yeah, the Daniels, the Daniels. <laughs> um, it's, I think it speaks to like micro, like when you make little shifts, how everything could possibly change. But it also speaks to like the. <laughs> Um, the infinite possibilities that you have in your life. Mm. Right. Shelly, do you I know haven't anything about it. the film? No. Do you know anything at all? No. Is it Bollywood? Because <laughs> if it's not, I haven't watched it. <laughs> no, it is not Bollywood. I'm, you know what? <laughs> Can I just say, I am, I'm the reason I put this in was for you, but also to now focus me on watching films. Oh, okay. So Wonderful. I'm going to, yeah, because we've started watching, like we watched Green Mile. Have you seen Green Mile? Um, amazing movie yep. of its time but has really really stayed I mean stayed true it's it's really good and I'm like what else should we watch next so now this is on my list mm. oh, let me know what you think film. I will I definitely will I, so I that's won't even tell you what it's about <clears throat> you're just going cold but you it is such a heartwarming uplifting mm. film that gives you a sense of the fullness yeah. of life and there's a lot about it that you can glean from the title Everything, Alone? yeah. Everything, everything, all at once. But then you watch it and still realize you didn't know. You know, the other thing is, I never watch a film when it comes out. I'm just like, I don't go to the cinema. We don't, wait, and then we wait. And by the time we wait, we've forgotten. Okay. So now it's it's actually going on my list. No, this is a perfect time to watch yeah. it. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Maybe ten times. Wow. And oh. I don't revisit movies. Oh. I revisit books, but I don't revisit movies. And this one, I'm properly obsessed. That must be really good. Okay, it I is. will definitely let you know how. It's on my list. And t- who would you invite to the island for a Sunday brunch? So my great-grandmother, um, because she obviously raised my grandmother, but also spent a lot of time raising my mom. So she would give me, I never met her, she'd give me insight into what my grandmother was like, who spent, I spent more time with my grandmother as a kid than my mom. Like my mom was working all the time. Mm-hmm. Grandma was raising us, taking it, um, getting us ready for school then at home when we were home from school so she just gave me insight into like the three generations so it's like i get it's like i'm doubling down on the answer (laughs) i get extra insight that that, that hit me somewhere i don't know me too yeah yeah no i felt felt that that whole of that generational ancestry and stuff um have you thought of writing a book about your your great grandmother grandmother mother um i've never thought about that yeah Mm. Because it'd be really interesting, right? Because if you've got that, I don't have that insight into my great grandmother's life at all. Mm. So it'd be really interesting. Think about mm. it. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here, sharing everything with us. We need to uh, just remind everybody about the Nairobi Bar Show happening this weekend, actually, the 29th, 30th of September, I think it is. No, mm-hmm. 30th, 30th and 1st. Mm-hmm. 30th, 30th September, 1st October. <clears throat> That's it. Um, so how can people reach you uh, for 
for Mezcal and also the Nairobi Bar Show? So the handle for Nairobi Bar Show is Nairobi underscore bar underscore show. Yep. And you can reach out to me at mezcal.africa. And you can also check out uh, the Nairobi Bar Show at the website nbske.fun. Brilliant. And remember, tickets are on sale at uh, Hustle Sasa. And um, before you go, mm. uh, give us one final uh, thought on what advice would you have given your 20-year-old self? Oof. The, the big advice would be listen to your gut, but also be very, very curious about if I may say frankly, why you're trying to smoke out and drink out the pain. Mm. Oh. Like what? what's there? I, I have to ask um, if you're okay to share. Did you find what was there? Yeah, like lots and lots of like anxiety. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you find you were getting past that? Um, when the smoking was making it worse. Mm. And then I just stopped everything when I was 25. And I was like, oh, I was like, I I can see the ups and downs a little bit better now without the the numbing. The numbing of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was about like three months. And then, and then therapy definitely mm-hmm. helped. But the, the proper diagnosis didn't help happen until like my early 30s. So do you do you have anxiety disorder then? Is yeah. that being diagnosed? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And you still are you still uh, managing it? Y- yeah. Uh, some days are strategies? some days are the strategies were full force in my twenties. Then COVID kind of messed up like the yoga mm-hmm. practice and the gym practice. Like imagine a Saturday morning was going to the gym. I'm sorry, going to the yoga, going to the gym, and then I could like feel like my heart was resting enough to like get in, into any desk work. Wow. So I had to, like, burn off a ton of steam to, like, be able yeah. to chill. And that just didn't happen in COVID. Couldn't happen during COVID. And then I was telling my therapist, she's like, you have all the all the coping mechanisms. You're doing an amazing job. You eat three meals a day, da, da. But all that scaffolding crumbled. Mm. So maybe it's time to, like, look at other other, other support strategies. structures. Yeah. yeah. And what did you find? A Prozac. <laughs> Prozac. Okay, so are you still on uh, medication? No, I, I went off very recently okay. like a few months ago wow thank you so much for being so candid we we do try and have these conversations on here yeah and see we do. it's just it's so interesting that you turned to alcohol to begin with and then actually turned away from that and now when you drink it's i i really liked what you said it's about uh quality not quantity mm-hmm. i think that's for me that's kind of my takeaway message mm-hmm. um yeah thank yeah. you Magash, how can people reach you? Uh, you can reach me at It's Mugambi on all social media platforms. <laughs> and how about you? At Just Joom. And I'm really like on Instagram mostly. But I, like I've said I, before, too. I'm on LinkedIn now. Oh my God. <laughs> um, to all our listeners, if you or someone you know is struggling with any mental health issues, please do seek professional help, whether that be a counselor or your doctor. You can also open up and share your feelings and mental health issues anonymously without fear of judgment on Bonga, www.bonga.or.ke. This is a safe space where you can start the healing process. Daniel, thank you so much. It's been such a wonderful conversation. I will see you at the Nairobi Bar Show. For sure. (laughs) To play out the show, we've got Daniel's final song choice, which I have forgotten what it is. Because it was too super rich kids by Frank <laughs> Ocean. Honestly, I haven't been drinking this morning. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Maybe that's the issue. <laughs> this has been Mindfulness Kidding. Music and More with me, Shalini Balalukas. And me, Mogambintiga. We are grateful to all of you for your time today. Thank you for listening. And until next week, stay, stay happy, happy, be, be mindful. mindful. Many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms. The maids come around too much. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Start my day up on the roof. 
There's nothing like this type of view. Point the clicker at the tube. I prefer expensive news. New car, new girl. New ice, new glass. New watch, good times, baby. It's good times, yeah. She washed my back three times a day. This shower head feels so amazing. We'll both be high. The help don't stare. They just walk by. They must don't care. A million one, a million two. A hundred more will never do. Too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Too many bowls of that green, no lucky charms. The maids come around too much. Parents ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Real love. I'm searching for a real love A real love I'm searching for a real love Oh, real love Alright, close your eyes to what you can't imagine We are the Zanny Nashin', Caddy Smashin', Braddy Assy, Maddie Snastin', Daddy's Jaggin', use the shit for batting practice. Adam and Annie thrashing, purchasing crappy grams with half the hand of cash you handed. Panic and patch me up, Pappy done lashkeed us, toying with raggy ends, and Mammy done had enough. Brash as fuck, reaching all these aqueducts. Don't believe us, treat us like we can't erupt. Yeah. We end our day up on the roof I say I'll jump, I never do But when I'm drunk, I act a fool Talking about Do their swings until it suits I'm on that ledge She grabs my arm She slaps my head Cause good times, yeah Sleep if summer, sip a fuck Ain't around enough. Too many joy rides in daddy's Jaguar. Too many white lies and white lines. Super rich kids with nothing but loose ends. Super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. Talking about it.